You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, May 26th. Folks, the NBA Conference Finals Heat Celtics does not want to end. And uh, as everybody knows, I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I will be incommunicado. And by that, I mean, I won't be on social media at all. I probably won't be watching sports. And I should say no social media at all. Listen, I like Instagram. Don't really care that much for Twitter. So I won't even open that app. But because Heat Celtics now is going to game six, I have to make a business decision. Do I interrupt vacation, figure out what time I'm going to be in another country, figure out what time the game is on, Saturday night and watch it? Eh, I don't know. Celtics go bonkers from deep in game five. They go 16 of 39. Now, I've got the numbers here. If you look at Boston's shooting from three, when they are 40% are better, they are now 38 and two this season. Boston, 38 and two when they shoot 40% or better. It just so happens they've had two games now, 40% or better. They were not showing up from deep earlier in the series. If you're Miami, are you worried? Not if you ask Jimmy Butler, who said afterward, we will win this series. And I, as soon as I heard that quote, I told Rob, I was like, hey, this sounds like a dude who's not very certain in the locker room. He, maybe the, the doubt is starting to creep in. Could we blow this? You know, Gabe Vincent's out. Tyler Hero's not coming back yet. Boston's hitting threes. They've kind of figured out the chess match. And his doubt starting to creep into the Miami locker room. The good news is they get to go home Saturday 
and try, try to put away Boston. The problem is they didn't leave for one second in game five. Not one. Miami fell behind early and kept falling behind down 15 at the end of the first quarter. Never was single digits the rest of the way. It was kind of a snoozer. Um, my guy, Jason Tatum, 21, 11, and 8. Uh, did not shoot a great from deep, but you know who did? Derek White, baby. Derek White, 24 points, um, six threes. Marcus Smart, 23 points, four threes. Here's the interesting thing. Jimmy Butler only logged 34 minutes, so he should be fresh. Bam Adebayo, 32 minutes. He as well should be fresh. Problem is, if you don't get Vincent, you saw how short that bench was. They had to put, uh, uh, what's his name? The kid Highsmith. Uh, the guy who I said, Haywood Highsmith. I've followed a lot of college basketball. Faithful watchers. Well, I guess we didn't have video when we were doing the podcast the last two plus years. But you guys know I'm gambling on college basketball f- throughout the season. I'd never heard of Haywood Highsmith of the Miami Heat. He went to something called Wheeling Jesuit. This is his second season, and he's 26 years old. So by you know my math there, it's late at night as we're recording this after the Heat got their doors blown off. So... Haywood Highsmith was 24 in college? Oh, interesting. Um, I'd never heard of the guy. He had to play 30-some-odd minutes. And now, Rob, we're looking at a series where it's like, oh, well, if Boston is all of a sudden hitting threes, are they going to be the second team from Boston to come back down from 0-3 and win a series? Nobody's ever done it in NBA history. Listen, if they get Game 6, you know they're going to be favored by at least 7 or more in Game 7. They are currently, I can't believe this, they open as three-point favorites. It was quickly bet down to two and a half. So some early money showing on the heat for game six, Saturday night in South Beach. I don't know, Rob. Listen, this makes me long badly for the Lakers um, and Nuggets to still be going on. This this series, like, it just doesn't have the juice. This game was a blowout for three quarters. It was a snooze fest. Um yeah, I don't know. At this point, I'm starting to look at uh, the prospects of the Celtics, how they match up with the Nuggets. Am I, am I looking too far ahead? <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I may not be as confident as Jimmy Butler, but I still believe that the Miami Heat will get this done just because, you know, 150 have tried, 150 have failed. Nobody comes back from down 3-0 in the NBA. It's just, it is what it is. Um, I will say after having watched last night's game, though, is... The Boston Celtics, when they are locked in and focused, as they have been in for the basically the last six quarters, they are the most dangerous team in the NBA by a wide margin. Like, I don't think it's even close. What they can do offensively and defensively, everybody can shoot. They can play five out. They can play big. They can play small. They can go fast. They can go slow. They can do whatever they want to when they're locked in. And it's part of what makes them so damn frustrating. And it's part of the reason why I'm picking Miami to eventually, whether it's in six or seven, to close oh, this out. Because you think they it went seven sh- in, in Boston? Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Because Boston has shown us repeatedly over the last few seasons, this group specifically, that they trick away games better than anybody in the NBA. This should not have gotten to 3-0 were it not for a series of mental blunders through games one and two, switching screens where you don't have to, bad turnovers, Jason Tatum, you know, Jalen Brown for getting out of shoot for for two and a half games. Like that kind of stuff happens to them all the time. And it's why even as a Laker fan and a Celtics hater, I get frustrated watching Boston play. So I can imagine how Celtics fan feel watching them play, knowing 
that what we saw in game, what is that now? Game five is in there. They, they just don't tap into it all the time and they don't seem to play well until their backs are against the wall. Remember, they don't tap in until they absolutely have to. Like, what was it? Game six in Philly. I think they were down three in the fourth quarter. And it took Jason Tatum waking up. Remember, he was like one for 14 in the game. And then he goes for like 14 points in the fourth quarter, outscoring the entire Sixers team. And they got lucky, uh, the Celtics did, that Philadelphia missed some open threes. It was like Melton missing Tucker missing. They're missing open shots that should have put away Boston. And then you give them an extra chance, and then they you know blow out in Game 7. And now Miami's giving them extra life. And I guess the scary thing for me, uh, Rob, if you're looking at Miami, like they had a shot in the fourth quarter in Game, in game 4. They had a shot. And I mean, they, I think they were within 5, 88, 83, then Tatum took over. Since that moment, it's been all Boston in this series. All Boston. And you have to start wondering if maybe, you don't want to say Miami's run out of gas, but if there is some doubt like, hey, you know, we weren't that good. We were playing above the rim for like three, four weeks now. Um, You have to kind of wonder like, hmm, water finds its level. Is that going to happen here to the heat? The only guy I think that can keep them from losing is Jimmy Butler. And I was looking at his props before the game. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be close. You bet Butler. And as soon as he gave Vincent's out, I'm like, I don't know, Boston could win by a ton. And here it is, Butler, 10 shots. I think that's the fewest he's had any game in the postseason. 10 shots, that's it. Like, I don't know, man. This Celtics team, like you said, is scary. We came into the playoffs saying this is the deepest team in the league. This is I had them going to the finals and beating the Nuggets. That's actually still in play somehow. Uh, the player points pool did not go well for me. This Boston series has imploded because, uh, and I know you don't care, but <laughs> Essentially, for a while, Brogdon was getting the lion's share of the minutes and the shots and the scoring, and Derek White was marginalized. Remember, early in the playoffs um, against Atlanta, White was the guy, and Brogdon was marginalized. Then it flipped for like five or six games, and now Brogdon got eight minutes in a blowout and zero points. That's two straight games with no points. So he's like fallen out of favor for some reason. I don't know what's up with that. I guess, Rob, I would ask, from a juice interest perspective— the league has to be rooting for Boston. I, I mean, listen, I like Jimmy Butler, but I'm, I would rather see Tatum and company in the finals. Um, I guess from like an, from an interest level among casuals, I mean, the Celtics haven't won a title since Doc and I think KG in what, like 2008, the, the Paul Pierce uh, wheelchair series. I, you're a Laker fan. You remember when it, when was it, Rob? Yeah, that is 2008. That is correct. Yeah, yeah it's been a forever and... I mean, there's just so much craziness happening. And again, even if you're not that interested in the series, consider this. At 03, everybody and their mom had Joe Missoula fired after one year. He wins game four. Well, maybe you got a stay of execution. Rob, he's now won game five. Okay? Let's say they lose at the buzzer on a Jimmy Butler shot in game six. Does Missoula get fired? I, I, I don't know. You're fighting back from 03. You're looking decent in the process. I think Missoula might have saved his job. And Brad Stevens now, remember, Missoula was his guy. Brad Stevens probably says, hey, you know what? We didn't have the right assistant coaches in place. First-year coaching for Missoula. <laughs> Tall order with this great cast that's been together forever. A couple tweaks around the fringes, and we're fine. And and my guess is Missoula ain't getting fired anymore, Rob. I, I don't know. I, I know that's... Now, if they get blasted by 25 in game six, I could see a case where he's gone, but... 
if Boston keeps playing this way and keeping the series close and wins it or whatever, I, I think he's probably safe now, Rob. I'll tell you what. If he ends up keeping his job, you know, let's assume that they lose because that's the only time where it would become a controversy. It, it won't be for anything that he's done, in my opinion. It'll be because Jason Tatum has saved his job. Like, I know everyone talks about playoff Jimmy, and, and rightfully so, right? He's been awesome. Um, elimination Tatum or closeout game Tatum, whatever you want to call him, is phenomenal. Entering last night in the last two postseasons in elimination games, he's averaging 30 points, basically nine rebounds, six assists, 48% from the field, 48% from three. And in another elimination game here in game five, he had what you would consider for him to be an off night in those situations, to your point, 21, 11, and eight on 50% from the field. The three ball wasn't quite there. So if he is able to continue to put up these kind of numbers, win or lose, I think it may give Brad Stevens and the Celtics brass kind of a false sense of, of I don't know, if not security, but an idea that they're a better team with Joe Missoula, or he's done a better job than what he's really done. Yeah, like sometimes like, it just comes down to, did your superstar make the plays or not? Yeah. It, it, and seriously, like you can't just fire the coach without a strategy, right? Like who are you going to go get? Winter's coming here in LA. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All season tires, all weather tires, dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. It sounds like Nick Nurse is probably uh, going to be getting um, the Milwaukee job 
it sounds like Phoenix is probably going with their assistant or the associate coach. Uh, Ant- well, what was his name? Anthony Smith. Anthony- I'm spacing on it, Rob. But it's definitely it is, not Doc know, Rivers. It is no, it's uh, definitely not Doc Rivers. But it sounds like it's going to be the associate coach from Phoenix getting the job. Kevin you know, Young. Kevin Young. I'm sorry. Kevin Young. It seems like they keep the continuity. This team was close. They just got beat by a pretty damn good Nuggets team. Not the end of the world. Maybe they move eight and they're fine. Um, I I just don't know where you automatically go and like Monty Williams is. I, I guess you could do that, but... Now you're going way outside Boston where it had been some continuity with Stevens and Udoka and, and then Missoula. And now you're, I mean, I like Monty Williams. I don't know. It just seems like Missoula may have saved his job. The other topic that's moderately interesting, Rob, like do, who has a better shot against the Nuggets? The Heat, who, by the way, got in a big, um, bigger than a dust-up. We could call it a fracas, uh, a kerfuffle. Um, if you guys remember, uh, there was a Morris twin on the Heat. I forget which one. They're interchangeable. And he did like kind of a dirty shot uh, to Jokic. And Jokic responded uh, with like a body block that sent Morris down. And again, Jokic, uh, like a shoulder, uh, when he wasn't looking from like a 260, 270 pound man, that's going to hurt. And Morris was down for a considerable amount of time. The Heat were ticked off. And there was a lot of Jimmy Butler like, come meet me in the parking lot. Um, Kyle Lowry, they, they were ready to go, and it wasn't just with Jokic. They were ready to fight Jokic's brothers, the two large Serbians. Uh, two might have been three. I, I don't know how many there are. I just know they're large, scary individuals. And a, there's a great photo, and I popped it on Instagram, uh, that a photographer in Denver took of the Miami Heat team literally outside the Denver Nuggets locker room door, all standing there waiting. Now, Heat culture is really a thing, and of course, nothing materialized here. But the fact that this could, you know, go back head to head in the finals is kind of spicy. But I'm sorry, I would rather just see elite scorer Jason Tatum uh, and Jamal Murray. Well, you know, my guy is Jamal Murray, obviously. Um, you know, Jokic versus the Robert Williams crafty Al Horford, um, as opposed to Jokic versus Bam Adebayo and Kevin Love. I don't, Boston just has better players. Um, I still think the Nuggets are better than either team. I would say Nuggets and seven, whoever they're play, facing, because they have home court advantage, I believe. Right, Rob? Uh, no, I think Boston has the home court in that oh, situation. Wait a minute. That changes things. So Boston would have home court, but they would have just finished a grueling seven-game series. Correct. So six is Saturday. Seven would be Tuesday, Monday. And then there would be Tuesday, Wednesday off, Thursday start in Boston. Huh. Celtics will have have gone seven. They were six against the Hawks, seven against the Sixers, seven against the Heat. So they'll be on game 21. They could play 28 postseason games. That's ridiculous. The Nuggets, meanwhile, went five, six, four, a lot of rest. Yeah, I would take the Nuggets over the Celtics, even though they don't have home court advantage. Um, shoot, but could they beat Elimination Game Tatum, huh? I, I would say, let me let that marinate, but uh, by the time I get back and we start doing the podcast again, it'll be actually, um, I guess, the eve of Game 1. I think the podcast will return Wednesday night? Maybe Thursday. Yeah, Wednesday night. Wednesday night should be back. Uh, just a little Memorial Day siesta out of town. Um 
And the bummer about the NBA right now is there's not really a ton of other juicy stories. There's like minuscule James Harden, Kyrie Irving going on Instagram. Rob, did you see the Kyrie Irving video, by the way? I saw a couple of Kyrie Irving videos. One of them. Well, maybe uh, there was one I missed. One of them felt like it was a direct shot at friend of the show, Brian Windhorst, and his reporting oh. about, you know, that um, these guys on TV and they're speculating about my future. Don't listen to them. And because I, I believe that was a few hours after Wendy had gone on ESPN and said that Kyrie was using the Lakers as leverage or he could be using the Lakers as leverage to get more from Dallas. To get 480 so, from Dallas. Yeah. Right? Or 400, so, whatever. Yeah. So he responded to that. And then. I saw another clip that felt like a direct shot at me and the rest of Lakers Nation oh, where he's like, coming hey, after I've, you, Rob G. he's like, I've seen you guys tag me and, um, you know, hey, come to my city and blah, blah, blah. And, and he said that it bothered him that he said, stop tagging me and these kind of things. You know, he's I think it's kind of funny, but, you know, I also like to live my life. And it's like, well, don't you don't you want to feel the love, Kyrie, wherever city you decide to go to? Like, don't you want to have the purple and gold, you know, hearts next to all your at Kyrie Irving things. Like, come on. So, so wait, is he aware of how the gram works that you can set up a function so you can't be tagged? Oh, I have no idea like, if he knows. Yeah. Did, know. did, well, it's because I, when I go to tag some people, sometimes they're like, this person does not allow to be tagged. Um, so Kyrie Irving needs to, first of all, learn how to use Instagram. And then the other part is like, well, I don't know. Maybe you should stop like, uh, I don't know, demanding trades. Everywhere you go, or lying to the fans in Boston, um, getting away from LeBron in Cleveland—like there's a pattern here, Kyrie. You 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 get Kevin Durant to Brooklyn, tarnish Kevin Durant's career, and yeah, you're damn right it's tarnished. And, and then you end up demanding multiple trades in Brooklyn, finally getting your way. You get to Dallas, and, and, and what was the? Uh, did they go six and thirteen or six and seventeen? The number, whatever it was. But you you stunk in Dallas. You take them out of the playoffs. And now you're like, hey, hey, stop talking about me. And what are you talking about? Like, Kyrie's brought all this on himself. And, you know, you don't see superstars like Steph Curry hopscotching uh, around teams. You see next-tier guys, Kevin Durant, hopscotching around teams. He should have just stayed in Golden State, KD. A dumb move to follow Kyrie Irving. I don't know. I, I, I get too upset with Kyrie Irving. But um, but what about LeBron James hopscotching teams? He's doing it in a uh, civilized <laughs> it's manner. A, well, that's Rob. different. Well, that's yeah. different. He's okay. he's doing. He's going for a tour in duty. I don't think he's ever demanded a trade. He spends his time there, takes the team to the finals, should be noted, wins a championship, and then says, "I'm out." Thank you for you know that was a lot of fun. I'm on to the next one. You know what? What's wrong with that? Don't don't compare LeBron. Oh, Rob, you get me started. I'm just saying don't you're over here LeBron saying that you don't like when guys like homie hop teams, and that's been LeBron's mo for his whole career. Well, again, you could do it in a dignified manner without demanding a trade, like like Kyrie does. Um, okay, you know, so James it's not, Harden. It's not the, I, I it's like not James the, Harden a lot. It's not the switching; it's the way he switches. Is that what you don't like? Yeah, Kevin Durant did it. You know what? I I did my 11 years or whatever it was in OKC. I spent my time there. You drafted me. I was a good soldier. You paid me a lot of money. I took you guys to the finals. You traded my guy Harden. We lose to the Warriors. You know what? I've had enough. I'm out. What's wrong with that? I got no problem with that at all. It's the guys like Harden and Kyrie who's just like, get me the hell out of it. You know, like demanding trade. Like LeBron's never demanded a trade. Charles Barkley has demanded trades. Um, your guy Kobe Bryant briefly demanded a trade. I guess he retracted it. Is that what happened? You you were on the front lines for that, Rob. I was I was on the East Coast. 
Yeah, he uh, demanded a trade, I think, to Pluto, even. He said, I'll play anywhere but Los Angeles. And <laughs> I don't they decided the not to move Parker. him. Was and, that the and, classic you know, line? The smush galade. Yeah, I mean, th- thankfully, you know, uh, Pau Gasol came about they, six they, months later and it all worked out and they won a championship. Or a couple of championships. Yeah, um, they got Pau Gasol in exchange for Kwame Brown, who can now be seen on Instagram, um, among other guys. But Kwame Brown was all over Instagram. Essentially, like, just berating everyone. Or LeBron, um, Kevin Durant. It's just going after people. Like, that's what Kwame Brown does now. Um, former number one pick. Made a lot of money in the league. And now seems to drive, like, a large vehicle around, like, North Carolina, I think. And just rant. Like, that's what he does. That's what, that's what his future is. Oh, by the way, Kwame was drafted in, what, like, 2003? Um so he's probably not even – is he even 40? Give me an age on Kwame Brown. He can't be that old. He seems to be the angriest dude who used to play in the NBA. Is it a fair assessment, Rob? Uh, I mean, there's yeah, a lot of guys. born in 1982. He's, he's, he's 41. 41. 41. My gosh. That is a brutal career. All right, anyways, let's wrap up with this comment Adam Silver made. Um. I'm not going to bet on game six. I, listen, I haven't bet on the last few games in the series. I, don't, I just don't understand the series. Uh, it, it's not making sense. Uh, and now it's starting to make sense with Boston Hot. But you know what happens just as you feel like you understand something. It goes the other way. So let's wrap up with this, Rob. Uh, this quote, Adam Silver was asked about 90s basketball. As you see me in my Seattle Seahawks, Seattle Sonics t-shirt. Sorry, Sonics. Um, Adam Silver, 90s basketball was too physical to be appealing. And a lot of people are outraged. Like, oh, that was the best era, the 90s. You know who else besides Adam Silver thought it was too physical to be appealing? Like basketball fans? Do you remember they had to essentially change the rules because it got so rugged? And rough and physical the games. And as soon as the nineties ended, that brand continued for a couple of years. Yeah. You know, Shaq and Kobe did fine with it. And once they petered out and went their separate ways, it was essentially a game that I thought we invented in my basement as kids called body check basketball. Um, I think I've talked about it on the podcast. So we had a basement with the nerf hoop and we essentially, we had like two nerf hoops set up and, it was the kind. It was the kind of game we just made up, where you know you would pass the ball around and try to score, and you were allowed to do body checking like it was hockey. So like we had, we didn't, I don't think we had drywall. We had like it was it was like eighties nineties guys. Come on, we had like uh, those walls that were like kind of brownish and black, and they kind of looked like um, I don't know. It was a pretty cheap material. Okay. It was a basement, you know, and we would be body checking. So we ended up putting holes in the wall during body check basketball. There were some injuries, nothing major. And that's what NBA looked like right after Jordan retired, even or during Jordan. Um, unappealing, like not fun. Now fun to play, but watching is just brutal. The fouls, the physical nature, Adam Silver's right. And all these apologists for nineties basketball, they forget one thing that the nineties era and we talked about this at length, Rob. I think we had B.J. Armstrong come on here, and we like went and had an interesting debate about it. But, like, it was the expansion era. You had Miami emerging. Do you know how bad they were the first couple of years? Go, go look at the roster that they had. I know they had Ronnie Cycli. I got all the cards. But the roster was terrible. 
I think they, I think Charlotte, I mean, they had a bunch of, I think Vancouver was in there. Um, Big Country Reeves. Like, go look at those rosters. It's bad basketball. Like, if you started, Rob, if they added two teams to the league right now, I don't think the level of play would fall off that dramatically because I think now the league is deeper than it's ever been and it's like a an offensive skill league. Can you score? Can you Jordan Poole get to the bucket? Can you get off a shot? And in the 90s, it was only a handful of guys on each team who could do that. Now, one through four, you basically have to be able to get your own shot. Power forwards around the league can shoot threes, left and right. I mean... I'll go ahead and guess, like, the power forwards of, like, the 90s. You know, Charles Oakley, Anthony Mason. I'm not going to just name Knicks, but you know what I'm talking about. Actually, Mace had a decent outside shot. Charles Oakley, um, who was the big guy? The Davis brothers. Remember those guys in, in, in Indiana? Like, the typical 90s power forward could not shoot, barely could dribble. Like, it was just not great basketball. And, Rob, I don't know why people are so outraged about Adam Silver's comments about physical basketball. Like, give me skill Give me shooting. The current NBA is way better. It's not even close. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or shoot that, shoot that. And even checkouts not until four, so because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at AmericanExpress.com/slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. All right, that wraps it for Celtics Heat Game 5, another bloodbath. 
Miami's in trouble, folks. I don't have an official pick for game six because this series has kind of broke me. I don't understand it. I don't understand how Boston blew the first two games. I don't understand how Boston no-showed in game three. I'm a little surprised Boston finally solved the fourth quarter in game four. And then game five, uh, Miami non-competitive when they could close out the series against a Boston team that struggled at home throughout the playoffs the last two years. So what's going to happen in game six? Like, just roll the dice, and uh, maybe you'll get snake eyes, and that'll give you the answer. But, I mean, I certainly am not betting this game. Um, I would consider this, given the Jimmy Butler comments, a Jimmy Butler game where he shows up and doesn't let Miami lose. Because if you know it goes back to Boston for game seven, not great, Miami. But I will point this out. Either way, the Denver Nuggets are going to be my pick in the NBA Finals. I don't care who they face. So we will pick up the podcast, I believe, next Thursday morning. Um, We'll be back, ready, fresh, ready to go, ready to talk NBA Finals, start talking NBA free agency. Everybody have a safe holiday weekend. Talk to you next week. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.